Hey, Happy New Year. Welcome to uh, 2024, everybody. Dr. Randy here from the Intentional Living Center on a bright, sunny day in Tucson and uh, live. Glad to be back in the studio. We've taken a few days off, as you all probably have been doing with family. We have our whole clan together, having a great time over the last number of days and exhausted, as I'm sure many of you are, trying to put uh, things back. Christmas is still up. We'll have to put that away here in a few days, too. Uh, but anyway, we're glad to be in the studio here with you today. Uh, along with Jennifer and Stephen, our team from Intentional Living. If you're new to the show here from Intentional Living, we've got these 28 minutes here at this point in the day just to talk to you about the things that matter most and talk to you about what matters most to you. And so I tell you what I'm doing today. This is Ask Dr. Randy Day. Phone line is open. If you have a question for me, I'd love to tell you what I think from the perspective of what the Bible teaches and what intentional living is all about. If you're struggling with an issue, a question, a decision, something in your life, and you just say, I need a friend. I can be your friend today. I'd love to talk to you. Phone lines open as we start this new year. 888-888-1717 is my number. 888-888-1717 is our phone number, and it is open to you now. Stephen will be happy to... uh, to talk to you. So just uh, give us a call and uh, we'll talk a little bit. Love to hear what's going on in your life, what what you're maybe looking at, maybe a decision you're trying to make or an issue with someone that you love and you just want to make the right decision because you know, listen, the decision you make is uh, making all the difference in your life. It's the first step in intentional living. What is your decision? What is it? What And how do you base that decision? Why is it important in your life? What, what are you wrestling at? I will tell you this, as you start 2024, Resolutions are a waste of time. A number of years ago, I'll tell you a personal lesson. We sat down as a family with um, brothers and sisters, all right, and all adults here. And we said, hey, let's, it's New Year's Eve. Let's just put down all of our resolutions for that year or the next coming year. And we'll all write them down and put them in the envelope and seal it with our name. And we'll put them in this little box and we'll give the box to one of us to take home. And a year from now, when we get together on our New Year's Eve, 365 days from now, we'll open the box and you can all read your resolutions and we could talk about how the year went. And we got around to the next year and the families all together and we had our, you know, celebration, all that kind of thing. And someone said, where's that box? And no one remember who even took it home. And it was never found. It's a mystery box that has disappeared. So not only didn't we have... The box, we didn't even remember what the resolutions were. 90% of you, 95% of you who make resolutions will not fulfill them. And that's true of goals. And the reason for that is that goals, while they're important because it gives us a destination, goals by definition are about tomorrow, next day, next month, next year. And our lives are lived today. And that's why intentional living, we focus on direction. What are you doing today? Here's, Here's the promise. If you know the overall goal, where you're headed If you just every day say, this is my one thing today, and I'm just going to let it add in to what I do tomorrow, the next day, and the day after that, and pretty soon you got the accumulation of all these wonderful days of little things that you've done over an extended period of time, and and you end up where you say you wanted to go in the first place. And so it's about today. So are you struggling about something? Love to talk to you. Phone lines open, 888-888-1717 is... is the phone number. Uh, let's get started. We've got a, a call from uh, from Arizona. Go, go right ahead. Yes, I listen to your radio program quite a bit, and I hear people, you know, 
changing their lives. But suppose you don't have the courage to change. Suppose you're so disappointed with your life, what you've done, you thought you'd done the right thing, and now everything is falling apart. You did your best throughout the years, and I still can't figure out what I did wrong. But where do you where do you find the courage to to you know take a different direction because you thought mm-hmm. you were doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. And listen, you know that word, um, the courage, really is an example of the fact that you have lost your courage by being discouraged, and discouragement is a result of not meeting the expectations that you place upon yourself. And so you said, I've done all these things. I had an expectation everything would turn out, and it didn't. And we live in a world of unmet expectations. Uh, Many of you just got through Christmas, and you had all sorts of high expectations of great things that were going to happen in the family and all the things, and you go home and you say, well, that wasn't quite all that I thought it would be. And so whenever we have an expectation that's not met with reality, which is generally the case in most of our lives, it creates disappointment. And and then, of course, we get discouragement, and then we lose our courage. So, a couple things. Um, It's a new year. God loves you. Don't live in the past. Like the Apostle Paul says, I press toward the goal. In other words, I'm moving in the right direction, and it comes down to doing that next right one thing. So, two things. You need some encouragement in your life, and you need to be with someone. I would really encourage you to find someone you can talk to, be in a group that can encourage you. You just need some juice back in your life. You need some juice back in your life. You ever feel drained? I mean, you get tired, you get exhausted, unmet expectations, you feel hurt, and these things can add up. And after a while, you just feel like you are feeling today. But you don't always have to feel that way. God is a God of new mercies every morning, according to Scripture. His mercies are new every morning. And so it's a matter of getting up and doing the little things, going for a walk, eating right, exercising a little bit, being around the right people, start filling your mind with the things that matter. That's why we, we really say, listen to the radio every day. Make it a 30-day challenge for the next 30 days. Just say, I'm going to fill my mind with the kind of music and input that I'm getting here on the radio every day. It'll change your life. And uh, when you do that, that becomes the kind of thing that... Um, you'll later look back and say, hey, I'm glad I did that. All right, uh, let's continue with our calls live. Let's go to Debbie in uh, Georgia. Hi, Debbie. How are you today? Uh, uh, I'm okay. I'm just discouraged and like the previous caller, and uh, I'm I'm crying. I'm sorry. I just pulled into the driveway. Can you turn your radio Um, down a little bit? Because we got a delay on our call. I'm sorry. That's all. No, you don't have to be sorry. That's fine. So you're discouraged about what, Debbie? Well, I'm the daughter and caretaker for my mother. She's always been my hero in my life, but now my health is going down. I'm down to 82 pounds, and I'm five foot five, and I keep trying to take care of her, but my physical condition is going down. She's had ten many strokes open heart surgery due to a heart attack and I try my best. Well, obviously. Debbie, what makes you, what, what, at what point did you feel like you had to be the sole responsible person for your mom? Are, do, are there other siblings, other family members? 
there's three other ones and none of them help. Well, shame on them. Well, I know, but and, and even though I ask them to. Hey, listen, Debbie. I'm sorry, I'm crying. No, I'm Debbie, sorry. Debbie, you're you're just listen. You you've come to the end of your rope. End of your rope. You know when you get on an airplane, the pilot before they ever back out of the gate and get to the runway, they say, make sure that if we have any problems while we're in the air and the oxygen mask fall from the ceiling, that you put that on yourself first before you put it on your children or someone you're caring for. Why? Because when you go down and you're not taking care of yourself, you're unable to take care of anyone else. So you need to make the decision to say, if I want to be the best caregiver for my mom, I need to take care of myself. Well, my church family tells me that a lot, and I do try. But mom, mama can be very, very demanding. Well, that that's okay. And that's you're not going to change mom. She's not a kid. And I find that people don't generally change. But you're, you're going to have to have some... Uh, Emotional, spiritual, loving backbone here to say to your mom, here's the decision. We're talking about intentional living. You got to have a backbone to say, mom, I can't do that. No, this is what I'm capable of. This is all I can do. And you're going to have to get some help to do that. And then look for some other resources there in Georgia. There's probably lots of resources available. Get with your pastor, pastor's wife, get with some of, get with her doctor, her medical doctor, physician, uh, find out resources available in your city or your county. Uh, that's probably the best thing you can do. But listen, Debbie, you're sitting in your car the second day of January 2024, and you are completely spent. I have nothing left to give. And I go to church. I'm a, a devout member of a Baptist church just right down the street from me and my Sunday school teacher is my best friend but she has to work she's the sole supporter of her family so I can't call on her all the time so that means that any doctor's appointments or tests that I have to have that I have to have a driver I have Mm. nobody Mm. I wish you were right next door Debbie But you know what? You've got people next door to you right there in Georgia. There's people there who care. And to connect with those, you know, where I'd begin, I'd go call my pastor. And I'd say, Pastor, I'm done. I'm just spent. I don't know what to do. I need your help. The body of Christ, that's why. Listen, if we only go to church to sing these uh, new praise songs and hear a good teaching, that ain't enough. That's not the sole purpose of the church. You don't need to be in community to do that. Um, what you need in community is supporting one another and loving one another. And I imagine if that church that you go to is uh, worth its salt in terms of ministry in the community, which I, I pray it is, and I assume it is, um, they're going to be able to help you. And you start with your own body of believers. Our pastor, I remember our pastor in the last couple of weeks standing up and saying, listen, we're here to help you. You got a need, you call. We're here to support you. Now, that doesn't mean they can solve all your problems, 
but they can help you. There's people with energy and finances and resources and time that may be able to help you put some things together to take care of yourself. So that's what we're going to be praying for Debbie today. Pray for Debbie in Georgia. I want you to do that today, Debbie. That's intentional living. Make a decision. Do one thing every day. Today your assignment is to call that church. Call your pastor immediately as soon as we hang up and get some help. Okay? Let's take a break. We'll be right back. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. Got your message that you would like us to share the different things that we're doing in our life due to listening to your radio station. Our house payment was taking up a majority of our income, and we were not able to tithe um, and make our house payment. We recently have made the decision to go ahead and let the house go to sell it. We've taken a huge financial loss, but it's become very important to us to financially put into the kingdom. We want to be tithing and we want to be supporting your ministry on the radio and it's time for Christians to step up, start funding and making life decisions so that the future of Christianity to the next generation can be carried through and we need things like the radio station and ministries. Put our money where things are important. So I just thank you so much for that because I've never felt so good about my money. And I actually feel better about downsizing. My heart is fuller than it ever was in the bigger house. So thank you for letting me have the opportunity to learn that. God bless this ministry and you. Bye. Well, thank you. We appreciate your prayers and support. And I'll tell you what, simplifying our lives, um, putting margin in our lives is important. Whenever I read a page in a book, I, I, I enjoy it more when there's a little margin on each side and a little margin between the lines. But when they try to jam a thousand words on a page that can only fit, uh, you know, 700 words, that's tiring. And sometimes that's what we do. We try to have a thousand word day when we have a 700 word energy level. And so when we are financial or resource or whatever it is, putting margin in our life. That's why they, they give white space. That's what they call it, white space in the, in the pages and advertisements and things. So you get some sense of, of balance in your life. It's powerful. Okay. Uh, we're just, listen, ask Dr. Randy. I'm here. I'd love to talk to you. Um, give you some input on what does it mean to be intentional. Maybe help you. Maybe make a decision. We love you. We want the best for you and your family. 888-888-1717. Let's go to Jessica. In uh, says South Carolina. How are you, Jessica? Hi, Dr. Randy. How are you? Good, good. Uh, how can I help today? What's going on? Uh, we were wondering, like, what are some ways we can partner with God in strengthening our children's armor? They have um, such hearts for the Lord, and oftentimes when they uh, get around their friends or other people, we start to kind of see the world seeping into them, and while we try to pour into them each day, and we pray, and we do devotions, um, what are some ways that 
we can, like I said, continue to partner with God, but, you know, not to discourage the kids or make them feel like it's a burden to carry, um, not conforming to the ways of the world. All right. So you see things when they're with their friends that you don't like, things they do or say or just attitude type things? Sure. Yeah. And it's nothing, you know, it's nothing critical, but Uh we all, we always want to maybe catch it. We all, we all, we always say, let's keep each other vertical, you know, and we do it from a place of love. Um, but it's hard. I mean, even as adults, it's, it's a tough, yeah, a tough way to be. We're living in the world, so it's difficult right. not to allow it to affect us. Right. We live in the world, and uh, we're told not to be of it. We're living in it. We're, we're, it's like we're swimming in a cesspool many times. Let's face it, that's a reality uh, if we're involved at all in certain kinds of media or just going through the day. It's just uh, part of the culture in which we live. I suggest two things from intentional living. First of all, you've already made the first step, which is a decision. We want to be good parents, raise great kids, do a good job. We're not God. We're not the Holy Spirit, but we're going to do the best job we can raising these kids. Second thing is this this one thing. What, you know, what one thing can I do? Uh, I'm going to suggest two things. One is make sure you pick your battles carefully. Because in the world in which we live, there are a lot of battles with teenagers. You could be battling all day long. Sure. Right? Uh, the second thing is I would move from from the, well, let's say you, you see a, an, give me an example of something you saw or experienced that you were concerned about, and then I'll tell you what I think, what I would suggest you think about doing. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. Say gossip. Okay. Um, and oftentimes our kids wouldn't be exposed to certain things had their friends not show them things on social media because our kids don't have it, but they're being exposed to that. And so we try to equip them, you know, to walk away or, you know, if they're receiving something to say, you know, I'm not interested because they're partaking in the gossip, even if they have ears to hear, um, things like that. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. You're doing that. Here, here's what I would suggest you try. Uh, with teenagers. In fact, that this is the best thing to do with people in general. Ask them questions. Here's what I would do. I'd say, hey, honey, I just noticed, you know, I wasn't trying to be nosy or anything, but I just noticed that you were with your friends and there was some gossip going on there. And I wondered what that was all about. and Kind of hit my spirit a little bit. And I was wondering after you were all done with that, what, what do you think about it? How did that hit you? How did that affect you? In other words, let her or him process themselves because see, listen, you've instilled into your kids' lives. They know the right answer. They know what, what's right, wrong. Their spirit, if they're a follower of Christ, the Holy Spirit will speak to them, but you're giving them an opportunity to let that percolate to the surface in their own words. See? And so my guess is they'll say, well, you know, that wasn't good. And then you can ask the question, well, how do you think you could respond to that differently next time? The best way to help our kids is not to tell them what to do, but is to help them process for themselves what they need to do. That's good. Because then when they say, well, I could do this or I could do that, you could just help them take that to a logical conclusion. I promise you they're more likely to remember that when that happens again than if you tell them what they should do. I like that. We can tell them all day long, right? And we're ultimately equipping them. So I love that strategy of asking them. Yeah, that, that it'll help. It'll make a difference. Something we've practiced 
Well, it's, it's great in training. And I mean, any manager will tell you that's great in training. You tell somebody what to do, but when they do it, that's how they actually learn it. Love it. Okay. Yes. Great. I'm glad you're listening. Now, are you in South Carolina? That's what it says here. Yes. Fort li- Mill. We're just outside of Charlotte. And you're listening online. Yes, all the time. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you're listening. Uh, let me ask you, how did you find uh, the radio station online? Uh, I mean, we listen to it on the car. There's an app on my cell phone. We have it Bluetoothed, and we live out of our RV. So it's constantly, you're surrounding us. Family life is um, part of our fabric and our family. We love it. Fantastic. Well, you keep listening and RVing and doing the right thing, and you're, you're on the right path. Have a great day. Thank you, Jessica. Thanks, Dr. Randy. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That sounds like fun. How would you like to have five kids and yourself in a, in a, in a small, let's say a little 16-foot motorhome for a year? What do you think, Jennifer? You with me? Huh? Are you going to do that? That's a lot of love <laughs> all together. A lot of love. Come on. <laughs> a lot of love. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll be right back. At the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, you'll have a lot of fun. Hi, I'm Dr. Randy Carlson. Have you ever noticed that it's sometimes very difficult to feel intimate and close to your spouse? I will teach you the power of one thing that will change your relationship for the rest of your lives. Join Dr. Randy for the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, Friday, March 1st at New Hope Church in East Lansing, and Saturday, March 2nd at the Auburn Hills Christian Center in Metro Detroit at 7 p.m. Register at theintentionallife.com. Hey, listen, I hope you'll do that. Did you hear that? Coming up March 1st in East Lansing, March 2nd, that's Saturday night, in Auburn Hills in Michigan. The Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, official opening this week with the spots and all that kind of thing. So uh, we're already getting great response. Don't want you to miss out. Limited seating available March 1, March 2, East Lansing and Auburn Hills in Michigan. Intentional Love Marriage Date Night. Go to theintentionallife.com. That's theintentionallife.com. And you can click on the events little icon there and and get your tickets today. All right. Love to have you come and uh, be a part part of that evening. We are going to have fun. All right. Anthony in Michigan. Hi there. Appreciate your call. Hi. Hi, Dr. Um, Hey, so here's my thing. Um, I've been a horrible husband to my wife. I've lied, I've gaslighted um, her, and I'm trying to reconcile. Um, Did she throw you out? I, yes. Okay, yes. so you're you're saying, hey, I want back in, and what is she saying? Um, not until she sees proof of change. Um, she has, you know, stepped out of her comfort zone, and I've let her down um, and lied to her again. Um so I'm committed this new year to being honest um, and be a man of integrity. Um, and so that's kind of where I'm at because I, I, I don't want to hurt her. She's been through enough and I want to. Have you made this be promise before? Yes, I have. How many times? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Why do why do you or why does she think it's going to be different in twenty twenty four? It's a good question. Yeah, it is a good question, and and 
it's one that you're going to have to answer. She sounds like she's a patient woman. Yeah. Um, I'm actually getting a call <laughs> from her, so I need to jump off. All right. I'll tell you, you, you go ahead and jump off. I'm, I'll um, tell you what I think, and you can listen to it on my podcast, okay? How's that sound? Uh, listen, change, the change in intentional living is all about making a decision and then doing the next right one thing. I started the show by saying, we can have great goals. We're in a brand new year. We all set goals. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to be better with my money. I'm going to stop yelling at my kids. I'm going to stop lying to my wife. I'm going to, whatever it is, we set these goals. And then we get to about, oh, maybe February 2nd. And we said, what was that goal? And, and I chuckle because, listen, the reason, here's the reason. The reason for that is goals are out there some point in the future, and we live today. It's a little bit over an extended period of time. I was reading a book on habits yesterday, and it was a great illustration talking about these change points that can happen at one moment in time. It can happen at one moment in time, but it takes a lot of moments in time leading up to that. In other words, if you want, let, let's just use health as an example. Let's say you're trying to get healthy, right? You're not going to be healthy tomorrow if you're not healthy today. Come on. If it's due to weight or lack of exercise or whatever. It's a process. But the illustration that was in the book I thought was pretty, pretty interesting. It's like taking ice out of a, you take ice out of a freezer, a little ice cube, and you set it in a cold temperature where it's still 25 degrees and it stays frozen. But let's say you work hard to get it up to 26 degrees, you know, and it stills frozen. And you're still working, you get to 27, 28, 29, still frozen, and you're still working to get the heat up, build up, right? 29, 30, 31, and all of a sudden you hit 32 degrees Fahrenheit, and that little thing starts to melt. That's the change point. That's the beginning of something different. Listen, you might have a lousy marriage and a history, or finances, or whatever. The first step of intentional living is to make a decision before God to say, I'm sick and tired of this. And with your help, God, I'm going to set a new direction. Yeah, I got a goal out there, but I'm not going to worry about the goal as much as taking the next step to lead me that way. I'm going to enjoy the journey by today doing the next right one thing. That's what it is. That's what intentional living is all about. Making a decision, doing the next right one thing, and then decluttering the path to get there. That's what we're talking about. So Anthony, that's a decision you have to make. You're going to need support to do that. You need some help to do it. You do it not because you're going to get back. To, here's the problem, too. You're trying to get your wife back, and then you get her back and you slip, right? That's what happens with us. You, you do this because you want to be a different man. You want to be a different person with or without her. You want to be a different person. That's the bottom line. All right, tell you what. We're going to just continue to talk a little bit here um, and record this, and we'll share it a little bit later in the week. Friday, I think, we're on Friday. Love to have you call and join us. And uh, those on the line, just hang on. We'll talk to you in a moment. You got something you're wrestling with? You want to just talk? I'm just here as a friend today from Intentional Living. Ask Dr. Randy. 888-888-1717 is my number. Stephen will take your call. And um, we'll be praying for you. Pray for those we've talked to today. Some hurting folks. Some people who are ready for a breakthrough in 2024. Change lives can begin on January 2nd. Any day can begin on July 1st. Any day of the year. You don't have to wait just for the beginning of a new year. But give us a call. Let's talk. 888 888 
1717. God bless you. Thank you for your support and prayers. And we'll see you next time from the Intentional Living Center.